All right, welcome back again to my Guardian Angel podcast. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Today I wanted to talk about certain aspects of the Trinity. Okay, so um, it's more not more of a teaching you, but just to make sure uh, you're just to make sure you're not thinking the Trinity is a certain way. Uh, so that we can kind of cross certain ideas out, okay? So, for example, um, this is my growth in in learning about the Trinity. Uh, when I read the Catechism a, c- a couple of years ago, before I started uh, listening to Father Inuzzi, um I thought the Trinity because people because you know the catechism defined a person as a spirit and a intellect. I mean, a intellect and a will or some other. Yeah, yeah, some other. But um, so when I thought about a Trinity, three persons in one, I used to think that the three persons had, and since God is spirit. Um, I used to think that the three persons had a will and an intellect, so three distinct wills and intellects, but they were united. The way we speak of unity amongst ourselves, I thought it was in that way, right? But um, after listening to Father Inuzzi and uh, his uh, part, his YouTube channel, Living in the Divine Will, uh I was shocked to understand that there is only one will. There is no three distinct wills. There are three distinct subjective uh, subjectivity. They will call it. He will call it uh, three subjective persons in one. The church calls it three subjective persons in one. But I, I, I don't want anyone to kind of get confused the way I got confused by thinking that a person has to has an intellect and will while not being able to be three people anyways like i had some sort of idea do you know those conjoined like if you had a conjoined twin they're like one actual body but there are two persons right each individual person has their own will and intellect but at the same time they can walk uh pretty good and do stuff as if they're doing it at the same time kind of thing like there's some sort of unity in how they do stuff they're not uh separated they're not um fighting against each other kind of thing like so i was thinking that the trinity is kind of like that right but with the idea of the conjoined twins, they are two will and intellects, two different distinct wills and intellects, two dif- different distinct subjectivity, even though they're one body. Um, so I was thinking, okay, that's how the Trinity is being taught, but it's not. Uh, what really is, is just one will, one justice, one mercy, three subjective individual persons father son holy spirit in one god father cannot be son son cannot be a father and the holy spirit of course is the love between the father and the son 
um, their unity, well, there is one will, right? So when you read the Old Testament and the New Testament, you have to reconcile the two, right? And so the Jesus, the the person, the second person of the Trinity, Jesus Christ, uh, the second person of the Trinity who took the flesh of Mary, became incarnate and had a will, in, a human will, and intellect as well as a divine will. And that divine will was only one will in divinity, right? So that will, divine will, that same divine will that um, told the old Jewish people in the Mosaic Law to um, separate the, for example, the lepers, keep them out of society kind of thing for because they were unclean. So that divine will that did that also in Jesus Christ would heal the leper and reintegrate the leper into the community. And the reason is because Jesus Christ was now the removing the what's it called the the ritualness of you know the uncleanliness and cleanliness that the priests would have to do in the Jewish thing Jewish sacrifices with the unblemished uh sheep and all that stuff so Jesus was the priest he was the cl the perfect cleanest <laughs> without unblemished priest and he was also the lamb and he was the one sacrificing and the one being sacrificed so the cleanliness the ritualness was uh, kind of also removed it was not necessary anymore but um we it's important for us not to just look at jesus and be like for it's important us not to forget about the fact that like he's he's always you know liberating people for example right but we shouldn't change it into a ism which is we have to f not focus put the the liberation in the first place outside of god right so uh it's only precisely because god the same divine will that made the laws of justice and uh, uncleanliness of sacrifices and all that stuff is the same god that um, removed it because it's it's him that is the divinity that uh did all of this right okay so um that's all i wanted to talk about that because it's the same thing with with all the old testament and the new testament put together and you guys need to know this because of as i said tact we need to understand what we can do and what we cannot do what uh what is what we are allowed to tactically do to protect your children um while remaining in the friendship of god okay and this is important you understand this and so yeah um the reason that you need to understand this is this is not something that uh is 
only particular to this problem with pedophilia. The church, the pope, the bishops, the priests, they, you, the pope especially, they use tact. You know, they use tactic. They, they understand these things. For example, in the COVID time, they agreed not to have mass because people would be, it would cause people to die if everyone were to just come into the church and spread the that spread the covid right so think about this we talk about as uh, catholics we talk about the importance of the sacraments sacraments of marriage priesthood communion all these things so much that and keeping the sabbath day holy going to mass and and we talk about it and the priests the bishops they talk about it being mortal sin if you don't do it in a certain way right like for example now going to mass on sunday talk about a mortal sin and basically they're saying you're gonna break friendship with god right but then then this happens and you know this covid thing and then you're left with people who don't understand what's going on right and then there's confusion division and all these things all because the they're not teaching right they're not explaining and even today they have not explained the theological understanding of why why was it not uh why are we not culpable for not going to mass right for those who actually went to mass every sunday um it's it's interesting how they have the ability to understand the tact but will not teach it so i'm i'm just trying my best to teach you guys right the only reason that we didn't go to mass and were kind of dispensed from the going into mortal sin uh is because if we did we would be causing the innocent lives of older well especially the elderly elderly of dying right so we didn't do that so the same way in which it's like that sacrament the source is a summit of christian life which is the mass we have to also think about in terms of the priesthood marriage or sacrament of marriage all these things because we can't allow ourselves to to not understand that the pedophilia is killing it is killing children by suicide right so some priests should not be priests and there's many other things we need to do to to uh just fix issues in the church as well as in the public sphere okay all right, anyways, that's it for today. God bless. Enjoy your day.